Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 444 Wednesday, July 7th. Today on the show, a sports media pet peeve of mine, your golden nuggets for the week. But we begin with Tennessee wide receiver, entrepreneur, and general overachiever Grant Furking as he explains exactly what is taking place inside of college football programs all across the SEC. The Full 40, of course, is brought to you by the Kingston Group, Nashville's award-winning locally owned custom home and remodeling firm, buildkg.com. Go look at their work and let it do the talking. They will have a fixed price for you at the front end of the project so that they know exactly what it is that you want. Go to the website, buildkg.com. Look at their work. I promise you, it speaks for itself. That's the Kingston Group, and remember that name. Grant Furking is a walk-on wide receiver for the University of Tennessee. Now, you're probably asking yourself, why should I care about a walk-on who doesn't play much for an average-to-below-average SEC team in the middle of July? Well, Furking isn't your average college football player. He is also the CEO of a multi-million dollar landscaping company and has launched GTF Enterprises around helping athletes capitalize on the new name, image, and likeness uh, landscape. Sorry, in college football, we had a chance to sit down with him on our Fringe Element SEC podcast this week. It will be out on Thursday, and he is quite simply one of the most impressive college athletes I have ever spoken to. I wanted to play you guys a little bit of this interview because he is one of the few athletes in all of college sports who can offer us an insight into both sides of the NIL equation. He is both an endorser for other companies as an athlete using his platform, but also is using his teammates to endorse his own companies as well. He is uniquely positioned and talented to speak to both sides of the name, image, and likeness equation. Well, you know what? I got a couple guys um, that are helping me on the business development sides and are, you know, pursuing leads and kind of everything that's coming in our lap, processing it, seeing what we want to do, what we don't want to do. And that's on the GTF enterprise front that's come about. When I saw this opportunity, you know, I've had such a unique situation being a CEO of a company while also maintaining, you know, a college athlete status within the SEC. So what I saw was let's use that as leverage to be unique and be creative. So what I did is I really just looked within my own roster at Tennessee. And it's like, Hey, let's promote our own brand with, you know, 10 or 12 guys on our team. And if you look at those 10 or 12 guys and you'll see them, they'll continue to roll stuff out. We're doing it kind of staggered. Um, but if you see those guys and we're going to reach about five, 600,000 people between the guys that we're targeting that are going to promote ourselves, And that's not just football. We have guys from the basketball team at Tennessee. We got guys from baseball doing it. Um, Grant Williams, who's with the Celtics now, actually just promoted our brand the other day. So we have a bunch of guys that, you know, using my connections, I'm a, I'm a big advocate of everyone always thinks, you know, whenever they ask to start something or whenever they need help with something, let's go look externally. And it takes so long to kind of find someone for help and get their advice. I'm a big believer in when you have an issue arise or an idea that you want to start and need some help or some mentorship on it, it's always easy to just look internally. People kind of forget that and kind of get past it sometimes, but sometimes some of your greatest assets are right in your own circle. Um, and I really found that, you know, I had a lot of help with guys on my roster and they've known, you know, being, being a, you know, a fifth year college athlete now about to go start my master's, I've kind of been through a lot and they've seen kind of my business build from when I got there in 2017 to here we are right now. And they've seen me walk around with two phones all day, my iPad, you know, in between meetings and, you know, <laughs> you know, before and after practice during training camp, I literally have to be engaged in all sorts of different things. Like Cody Burns, our receivers coach, literally, we have a receiver rule where, you know, no phones are allowed in a receiver room during meetings. He's like, you know what, Grant, you can be the only exception because you actually are running hundreds of employees every single day and like you actually might have a legit 
issue arise during a meeting. You're not just trying to respond to a Snapchat or something. So, um, you know, I'm kind of in just a unique situation. They've been there through everything to kind of help me out with stuff. So right when I reached out to all these guys, boom, I mean, in a heartbeat, they were so happy to help and they want to get out there. We're going to be doing stuff with, with merchandise and some other things. We're going to be getting them involved. We're going to be finding, helping them find deals. We're going to be doing all sorts of stuff. Um, to just kind of be a one-stop shop, whether that's for my brand, but also help out other brands and kind of promote it um, regionally. And eventually we want to go, you know, across the whole country and, you know, be kind of an inspiration and I all across all college athletics. That was Grant Furking, a Tennessee wide receiver up in Knoxville, who is obviously destined for enormous things in life. Incredibly smart dude. Aaron Dugan and I sat down with him for almost 30 minutes to help people understand the name, image, and likeness issues that athletes are facing right now, what types of conversations are actually taking place inside of athletic departments, and what sort of dynamics are at play inside the locker room in the SEC. Grant was absolutely great. The entire interview was awesome. It'll be out on Thursday. That is the Fringe Element podcast. Everywhere pods are found. Please go listen, rate, review, and subscribe. It is Wednesday and therefore time for your golden nugget of the week. The guys from Club and Country, the Nashville SC podcast of record, which comes out every single Tuesday, try to offer up a morsel, a tidbit, or a nugget, if you will, of soccer knowledge each week to make us all better Nashville SC fans. This week, we've got a pair of nuggets about own goals and what it means to shut out the Philadelphia Union. Yeah, and, and you, as you mentioned there, Two of the first three games of the year were the only other times they were shut out. And Columbus and NYCFC are pretty elite teams to, to be able to pull that off against Philadelphia Union. It seems so far that you have to be an elite defensive team. It hasn't felt necessarily like Nashville's elite defensively at times this year, but maybe we're seeing this team rounding into form a little bit. Wrapping up our Nuggets of the Week, of course, Walker Zimmerman saving an own goal, I believe, in the 88th minute at the end of that one. Would have been the first in club history? Yeah, and, and there was one off the post. Uh, Olivier Mbizo for, for Philly put one off his own post as, as C.J. Sapong was trying to slide in for that brace as well. Nashville has not conceded an own goal, nor have they benefited from one in their club history yet. So neither side of the, of the pitch, I would imagine they're the only club with that, with that stat, unless FC Cincinnati or Inter-Miami uh, has done it in the last couple of years, just because it happens over time as you play more than one season worth of games. It's going to be something really interesting to watch going forward. Is it going to be Nashville accidentally putting one in their own net, or are they going to be the ones to benefit from it the first time that it happens in club history? Those were your golden nuggets for the week. Be sure to subscribe to the Club and Country Pod out every single Tuesday with Wes Bowling and Tim Sullivan covering Nashville SC soccer only on the 440 Sports Network. So I'm going to take a second here to get something off my chest, something that really pisses me off about sports talk mediums, primarily radio, and maybe this is a little too inside baseball, I don't know. But one thing I cannot stand about radio shows, radio hosts, and in my case, podcast hosts, is this time of year, the inability or lack of creativity to come up with interesting and compelling topics. I'd like to think that you listen to this product, the 440, every single morning and every single other show on this platform because we give you something thoughtful and creative and compelling to listen to about your favorite sports teams every time you tune in. And what I don't want to hear when I tune in to anything are hosts who program their shows around internet rankings. This is the time of year. However, when the internet explodes with rankings, we're ranking quarterbacks, we're ranking coaches, we're ranking programs, we're ranking dynasties, we're ranking championship teams, we're ranking all-time this and all-time that. And what inevitably happens, instead of coming up with a thoughtful and creative way to talk about the Titans' pass rush problems, or Julio Jones, 
or Tennessee's quarterback battle or any other topic that might be meaningful to you guys, Nashville sports fans, what happens is we pull up an article and we look at where somebody was ranked and then we debate whether or not that ranking is appropriate or not. The only thing that is lazier in sports talk, radio or podcast, than doing that, taking someone's internet list and debating it on the air, the only thing worse than that is holiday radio. Again, I realize this might be something that only bothers me. If you guys love it, please tweet me at Braden Gall. Tell me I'm wrong about this. But I cannot stand listening to people debating other people's lists. I want to know what you think. I'm listening to your show. Tell me what you think about this particular topic. If you want to know what I think about Tennessee's quarterback situation in the SEC, then we can have that discussion. Well, I, I like their quarterback room better than South Carolina's quarterback room. You know, I think Connor Bazelak at Missouri might be the second best quarterback in the division. Maybe it's Emory Jones. We can have a discussion about what I think about the quarterbacks in the SEC East or what your favorite show and your favorite host might think about a topic. And don't get me wrong, there are plenty of good people that do good radio in, in Nashville and but what I cannot stand is someone reading off a list off the internet and then debating the merits of that list. It's very, very lazy. It's a pet peeve of mine, and I'm sorry. I feel better for having gotten it off my chest. Thank you for listening. Your Wednesday docket coming up in just a second. But as usual, of course, a reminder that the 440 is brought to you every single morning for free by our wonderful and amazing friends, the Kingston Group. BuildKG.com is the website. They are locally owned and have been successful and award-winning, I might add, in the Nashville market for over 10 years for a reason, because they care about your home as much as you do. Go to the website, BuildKG.com. Look at their work. Let the scoreboard do the talking. And remember the name, the Kingston Group. Well, here is what I will be watching on Wednesday. You've got the second of two Euro semifinals coming up at 2 p.m. between England and Denmark. The three Lions favored to get to the championship match in the Euros. Of course, the Stanley Cup final game number five will be at 7 p.m. Central Time, of course, on NBC. The Tampa Bay Lightning up three games to one, trying to close out the Montreal Canadiens for back-to-back Stanley Cup championships down in Tampa. In Major League Baseball, the second-place Atlanta Braves are at Pittsburgh at 11.35, and the first-place New York Metropolitans are hosting Milwaukee at 6.10. Thank you guys all for listening, of course. My name is Braden Gall. You can follow me on Twitter at Braden Gall, at 440 Sports on Twitter and Facebook, at 440 Media on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. Please share the show with one person. That is all that we ask. This has been the 444 Wednesday, July 7th. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler.